Hey, it's Todd Duncan. Thanks a million for listening to our podcast. Before you actually jump into today's episode, I want to tell you about a new resource that I've created called Connect. Our market has changed dramatically. Our world has changed dramatically. The last couple of weeks and especially the last couple of months continue to serve up to us change. I created Connect as a resource to help guide people through the challenging environments in which we find ourselves and to make sure that you and your business come out stronger on the other end than you were before this whole thing started. Click the link in the podcast show notes to sign up and learn more about Connect. Hey, it's Todd Duncan. Welcome to High Trust Today, the podcast. I'm on a quest to help people win in business and in life. To do that, I know they must trust themselves, their relationships, their business, and they most certainly must trust their future. When you do that, you set in motion a universe of possibilities, and that journey begins right now. You know, no matter where you find yourself, some of us have been in this business for 30 years. Some of us have been in the business for three years. There might be people in this room that have been in the business less than a year. You're going from basketball to real estate, right? And you've been doing real estate for how many months now? Three. Three months, three months as a realtor, and she's been an outstanding basketball player and basketball coach, a new vision. But what happens when you set vision is you have to have personal accountability. And that's the power of what we're going to unpack for the next several days. Here's the second thing about vision that I think is, is super critical as a teaching point. You got to visualize failure. I know that sounds like weird, right? You got to actually prepare for what might go wrong. If you weren't at Leadership Live, Chad was talking about how many days that he has been on the battlefield, you know, fighting for our freedom. And as a commander leading special ops, thinking about what does it actually look like to visualize, even though we have a plan, how many things might go wrong. And you can't have a special ops plan for your life if you don't visualize what could go wrong and be prepared for it. Not only be prepared for it, but be okay with it. Be ready for the inevitable. The higher your goal, the deeper your vision, the more that you want to achieve the more obstacle you're going to have. And I think that, that one of the things I want to remind you of is that, that almost every single human being that has ever done anything that is worthwhile, which is all of you, have had failure in route. And you got to be okay with it. You not only got to be okay with it, but you've got to understand that early success is a terrible teacher. If it were easy, you wouldn't be pushed to get better. And so we got to guard ourselves against, well, it worked. It's like you try time blocking, it works for an hour, and you think, I got this. Or maybe it's the other way around. You tried time blocking for an hour. Tim used to say, I tried time blocking for an hour. It didn't work, so I gave up the whole thing. You and I are in a pressure cooker 
of how much failure we can endure. And it's critical to understand it doesn't matter at what level you are playing on, you will have to deal with failure in a big way. And the higher your goals, the more you want to take that Mercedes-Benz commercial and change the world, change your world, change your local market, change whatever you want to change, the bigger that dream and the bigger that vision, the more you better be okay with failure. And, and, and really, the better you ought to be at asking new questions. So when Deb and I were in Australia, we had a chance to be at a conference called Imagine. And um, there was a, an astronaut that was speaking there. And, and one of the things that, that he said is he said, you got to answer new questions and come up with new ideas. And then you got you to be prepared for the inevitable. you got to be prepared for the potential setbacks. And he said it was interesting. When SpaceX was launched, Elon Musk was trying to answer a new question. He wasn't asking a question about space travel necessarily. He wasn't asking about how do we get people into weightlessness necessarily. He was looking at investors. He was looking at cost overrides. He was looking at, at new questions. One of his observations was NASA has wasted billions and billions and billions of taxpayer dollars because when the rocket gets the satellite into space, it falls back into the ocean. And every time that happens, it costs the U.S. taxpayers $50 million. So in 2010, he said, what would happen if we could just have the rockets land themselves? How about, how about using the rocket? And then how do we successfully bring it back to Earth? And are we okay with maybe it not working out the first time? Are we okay with it not working out the second time? Are we ready to blow through two or three billion dollars worth of rockets to figure out how to bring a rocket back from space successfully to the Earth? And he bet on that. And to capture the whole thing over six years from the time they had the vision to the time they finally got the first one to land on its own, is a compelling reason why all successful people have to embrace and endure and be good with failure. And when you leave here on Thursday, if you don't have this, this kind of appreciation and this appetite for, as you listen to people up here and as we talk with our, our panelists and we, we figure out how some of the, the, the guys and gals have gone from not even doing loans a year ago to, you know, to being at 60 or 70 or 80 loans in the first year, all the way up to guys and gals that are funding 45 or 50 deals a month. Somewhere in there is your sweet spot, right? Somewhere in there is where you want to be. And I got to tell you, everybody that's going to be up here has got bruises, skins on their, uh, scabs on their knees, and scars from trying to what? Get fit and fast and forward. And again, I'll say it as simply as I can, this business is only easy if you are good. So no matter where you are, no matter how many loans you are funding a, a month, no matter how many real estate sales you are making a month, you're not here to stay there. You've made a decision that you want to go to a different level, fit fast forward. You, you've made a decision that you want to go there, right? Right? Nobody wants to be the same as a result of giving four days of your life and the time, money, and energy to being here. You want to be different. So what does that actually look like? What does that actually look like? So we're going to take this home, but I'd like to get three or four of you to volunteer 
what you said to the person that you were talking with. So, David, you got a mic. Who would like to just kind of volunteer? What's on your mind? What's on your heart? Where do you want to go? There's prizes. No, I'm kidding. Okay, we got it. We got a hand up like seven or eight rows back. Can you guys put a camera back there about seven rows back? Thank you. So one of the things that we were talking about um, as far as moving forward is uh, you said something that triggered a quote that my dad used to say. You can't ride a horse backwards and still hold on to the reins. So for me, it's just implementing what I've kind of got a vision that I've developed, implementing it, but letting go of the past mistakes and not letting them constantly haunt me so that I'm, I'm constantly finding new ways to mess up. You know what? I think, I think that is awesome, man. If you think about riding a horse backward and not having the reins, that is the recipe for disaster because the horse is going to take you anywhere the horse wants to go and you're not going to be in charge, right? That's and I love, I love what you brought up about this, this idea of the past haunting you, okay? And I, and I want you guys to understand we all have that. At some level, we all have something from yesterday that like if we could have not gone through it, we would have. Okay, I mean, I got about 300 of them. And, and, and going through it is what actually makes you successful today. That's why this idea of avoiding failure is the fast track to mediocrity and complacency. And that's why we we're having this conversation. Embrace it and understand it and, and be okay with it. I remember years ago when Andy Andrews was here, and uh, what, a, what a prolific writer, what a, a good friend, and, and I remember uh, him talking about this idea of we, we carry this baggage, thank you very much, thank you for your contribution, we carry this baggage around of everything from yesterday, and that's why I showed you at the start of tonight, okay, yesterday is not ours to recover, today is ours to make a choice to either win or lose. You and I are right where we're supposed to be, good or bad. What is in front of us is in front of us because it is in front of us. And it is the sum total of everything we have done up until today, good or bad. And so the idea is if we're actually going to go forward, you have to be able to give yourself one mammoth hug and release yesterday. You have to release anything that didn't work out like you wanted it to work out. You got to release any of the pain that might be getting in the way of you really optimizing your future. You got to get rid of that. And you got to stop looking at, at how far away you are. Okay. You have to start looking at, at like how far you've come. That, that, is, that, is, that is powerful. Do we have anybody over on this side, David, that wants to just volunteer real quick? Okay. So go ahead and stand up and David, run up quick. Thank you very much. I love the failure piece. Thank you for that. Yeah. Hi. Um, so we were talking here about um, success and creating an environment. And the bottom line is it starts with me. I've got to be accountable for my actions, be accountable in getting coaching so that I can pass that knowledge on to my team, which will then create a better environment and a stronger team. Yeah. You know, and, and one of the great things, Scott, about that is this whole idea that, that you are, as a leader, we're all leaders, right? We have a team of one, for sure, which is us. And then we might have a team of two or three or four or five, or we might have a company. But at the end of the day, you've got to lead so the people around you respect you. 
You've got to create a culture that it's okay to fail. You've got to create a culture that it's okay to have a setback. You also have to create a culture to celebrate the victories and celebrate the wins. And I think far too often it's easy to focus on what didn't work instead of focusing on what is working. And one of the, the greatest uh, illustrations of this, I think, is, is, is setting up this, this final teaching point, and it's this. There we go. Thanks. You got to appreciate where you've been and how far you have come. Everybody in this room needs to give yourself one big high five for where you are. Bring it, bring it. Let's do it. Let's bring it. Come on. Power, 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 power. You're here. You're here. And you're standing and you're breathing. And you want your best version of you. But I think it's easy to get hung up in yesterday. So I came across this guy about five or six years ago. His name is Kyle Maynard. Has anybody heard Kyle's story? Let me see your hands if you've ever heard that story. Yeah, so this guy, this guy decided that he wanted to, to climb Mount Kilimanjaro. If you don't know the story, Kilimanjaro is a free mountain. It's about 19,350 feet high. And, and Kyle wanted to climb this mountain. And so I had my team just put together a, a real salient point in what is otherwise a 14-minute video. I'm not showing you that. I'll show you just about a minute of it. But I want you to capture the, I don't know, the courage, uh, the vision, what it meant to go forward, what it meant to jettison any, like, I'm not worthy or I couldn't do it or my situation is different than yours. Okay? And, and I want you to understand that, that this moment is the moment I want you to walk on to tonight when Kyle talks about his journey in climbing Mount Kilimanjaro. Check this out. Kyle's life, I believe, he was sent here for a reason. He may look disabled, but he's not. And that's inspiring. I don't give up easily on things. Every excuse that we make keeps us away from the things that we want the most out of life. He has gone from 16,200 feet to 18,500 feet. Day 9 ends with the summit in reach and Kyle pondering a lesson that the mountain has taught him. Most frustrated I got the whole day was when I would just go and, and, and look up and see like how far I'd have to go instead of looking back and seeing how far we'd come. I think I do that a lot in life and just in general. Just one step at a time. He ended up summiting um, uh, Mount Kilimanjaro. He ended up taking the ashes of a veteran to the very top and uh, put those ashes on the top of the mountain, and he ended up achieving a record that nobody has ever achieved since or potentially will achieve uh, in the history of climbing Mount Kilimanjaro. And he had no arms and no legs. And that to me is a classic example of forward. It's an example of what perseverance really means. It's an example of getting rid of anything that is a obstacle, because most of the time it's an obstacle only in your mind. And it shows us what's possible. I want you, as we go through four days, to look up here and ask the question every time you can, how is that person fit? How is that person moving fast? 
how is that person moving forward? And I want you to capture every single idea you have. Because then what we can do is we can put together an action plan where you're going to be able to achieve what this actually means. And every one of us has a new identity about where we're going to be tomorrow. Every one of us has a choice about where we want to be tomorrow. Every one of us can make decisions about where we no longer want to be. Steve Haney, remember, that's unacceptable. It's unacceptable to have a less than world-class marriage. That's what Steve said publicly six years ago. It's unacceptable. It's unacceptable to be dis- disconnected from a higher power. It's unacceptable in my life. I got I to gotta do that. It's unacceptable to be out of shape. It's unacceptable to be overweight. It's unacceptable to get home at 8 o'clock every night. It's unacceptable to let a realtor ruin my life. It's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. And as you guys think about this, like, Life Mastery Top 20 list, you got to look deep within each one of those layers of what are you not going to allow to happen anymore. And only then can you achieve this. Only then can you be fit and fast, sorry, and forward. That's it. So those are your marching orders. Those are the things that you have to do as, as, we, as we go forward together as a group. Those are the things you have to decide.